everybody. Welcome to We View Yasha. I'm Sean. I'm Lindsay. We're here to talk about the terror of the ancient no face. <laughs> I said that joke again in case I cut it out of the last episode. If I used both of them, I'm sorry, Lindsay. What did you think of this episode? I liked it. It's weird though, right? It is weird, but I love the beginning because I like the modern day stuff. It's fun. We stayed there a while. Yeah, yeah we like got the to, first half of it. We got about. to see her failing a test for sure. They went to whack Donald's after <laughs> and talked to Boy Top. Oh, that was very funny to see her friend's imaginations of the people she ran around with. They are way off on Koga, though. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that was I funny. I never considered Koga to be a mountain climber. Well, he does run up cliffs. With his sexy legs, I know, but... <laughs> I always thought, well, it was, it's perfect where we're going to do our high school in Yasha that he's like a soccer player. That's way better. He's like a cocky sports star. Mm, Remember? He's a delinquent. No, Yinyasha's the delinquent. Yeah. Oh, Koga's the soccer player. Yeah. yeah the jerk. Yeah. And then his wolf pack is like his teammates. Don't you remember our brilliant ideas? You've forgotten about them. I because did. I we... completely forgot about that. <laughs> So the one friend loves make, taking tests. Yep. And is also... That was the Lindsay of the... <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because the Lindsay of the group also is fine with Kagome loving Inuyasha. It's like the one support. And the other two are just like, no. <laughs> yeah, the other two just keep... They're like, gosh, Hojo doesn't stand a chance. And it's like, are you guys still on that? <laughs> I've forgotten about Hojo. I mean, or Kagome said, like, we should just be friends or whatever in that one episode. Oh, yeah. Go go after that young girl. <laughs> she obviously likes you. Go date her. <laughs> Which is a clear sign of, okay, do it. But instead he's like, oh, Kagome, you really care about me. This is a bad time for me to bring back the hashtag, can't he just do both? So I will not bring it back. Uh, uh, okay, so Kagome is going through all of her various boy troubles. Finally mentions Koga. I think it's the first they're hearing about. Yes, because they're just like, ah, oh, you're still seeing that delinquent, that two-timing delinquent? Mm-hmm, because they know about the Kikyo. I don't think they know her name. Yeah, I but... think she's just said he's in love with his ex. Ah, yes. So then she's like, no, we're fine. He doesn't know about Hojo. Why would he be jealous? He's probably jealous of Koga. Who's Koga? It's like, no, there's nothing going on between me and Koga, except he's declared his undying love for me. But I don't feel that way about him. I'm like, Kagome, you're two-timing? She's like, no. It's all one-sided. <laughs> yep, and that's when they imagine him as a rock climber, <laughs> declaring his love to the mountains. <laughs> Very romantic, I gotta say. Yeah, I'd date him. Yeah, I I know you would. <laughs> <laughs> but as a backup, we yeah. haven't met your number one yet. Mm-hmm. Your number Can't one. Wait. Your number one isn't Muso, is he? I don't. I don't want to call him Muso. That was the monk's name. He's Mister No Face. Uh, he's got another name. Oh, he's got another name. Mm-hmm. Oh, did we learn that in this episode? And did I miss it? Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> it's implying. I get you. I get you. His real name. 
Uh, okay. Oh, she mentions Moroku. Who mentions Moroku? Oh, that's right. Kogome. Oh, yeah, because then it's like, okay, her friends are freaking out that, oh, my gosh, you have a delinquent boyfriend and a handsome mountain man who's declared his undying love for you. And she goes, yeah, and I've been asked to bear someone's child. But I was like, God, Kagome, really? You're going to hang on to that? That was ages ago. Maroku really doesn't care anymore. No. He's moved on. Yeah. To peasant girls. Sango's butt. So I was kind of like, really, Kagome? You really had to throw that in there? Because I don't even know if that counts anymore. At this point, she just becomes annoying where her friends, she's like, how about you save some guys for us? I mean, look, we're sitting here. We'd like a Koga. <laughs> their their Maroku was funny. Sitting in a suit, sitting in, leaning back in the chair, like, and he has a harem already. (laughs) That made him seem, (laughs) I don't know, that made him seem way creepier. (laughs) Oh, Maroku's creepy. I forgot when he wears the monk robes, I trust him somehow. Oh, Oh, that's good. (laughs) (laughs) I trust all of my monks. I really shouldn't because the one later in this episode did not do a good job. I know, and the one before that was like picking on Kiki <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> the show's got something against monks who hang out by rivers and look for evil. <laughs> well, maybe you're right. No, that no face would have killed more people anyway. Even if he hadn't showed up, he just wouldn't have had a face. But he found a nice face. He didn't have to kill more people. Well, did it anyway. <laughs> yeah, he sure did. And Charlie Brown just ran off. Charlie Brown Chan. Ah. Kill Bill. <laughs> so, uh, 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 okay, so Moroku. Um, and then their final imagining of Inuyasha is it looks like he's working on his bike or something. I know, he looks like he, he's, he's a in a garage or something, yeah. In like a purple suit. Like he's a racer or something, he's a Tokyo drifter. Yeah, maybe. And he looks, uh, the subtitle said yo. And yes. The dub was like, what? Mm. Yo is better. Yeah. I think he actually said yo. And uh, the Lindsay of the group's like, I'm into it. He's like, oh, that sounds wonderful. <laughs> the other two are like, uh, <laughs> get out. Let me see uh, Kagome uh, uh, at dinner. Oh, she is just enjoying the hell out of her trip back home. Yeah, let's list the things she does. She eats. With gusto. She takes a bath. With gusto. <laughs> and goes to sleep. With gusto. So, uh, Sota did well on the test. I feel like Kagome is like a little jealous. Yeah, she was like kind of. I mean, that wasn't just a noogie, that was like a chokehold. <laughs> like her version of hitting. Shippo on the head for saying what's obvious. She's like, all right, I don't need to hear how good you did. It's like, oh, you did great, little brother. I'm so happy for you. But what I enjoy about this dynamic is everybody knows about Kagome's trips. She's like, not keeping it a secret from them. So like, so how's ancient Japan? What sort of danger did you get into? Do you eat while you're there? Is it spooky? No wonder you're failing your tests. You got a lot to do. They're supportive of her, and I like that. They're super supportive, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty much like being home from college. Your parents <laughs> are just so happy to see you back. It's like, what do you want to eat? I'll fix you your favorite dinners. You need anything to take back with you? It's mm-hmm. 
great. <laughs> it is. It's exactly like college. That's that's good. And oh, uh, Gramps is implying that this is the fate of their family or something like that. Yeah, I saw oh, this Gramps. coming. <laughs> uh, so she goes to bed. Oh, her plan is one more day at school and then. Yes. Going home. I yeah, agree. I don't know why she's she's like, oh well, I already took my test, so I don't have to worry about that. So I'll just go to school to have fun. Yeah. Hang out with people. It would be. It seems Occam's razor if you're writing this is just like I did my test. Now I'm free to go back. But she, for some reason, maybe I I think that's there because all the stuff that happens in this episode seems like it happens over the course of a few weeks. But it's supposed to just happen in one day. Uh, Mr. No Face laying waste to the countryside, <laughs> in particular. It had to have just been one village that he pillaged. Yeah, I think it was just the one. And then the, the couple of bandits. Yep. Uh, the gang, they are sitting fireside, Miss and Kagome. Yeah, what the hell are they doing? I was like, okay, so Kagome went back home for oh, two days. Yeah. And they're like, we're going to go out and look for jewel shards without Kagome. And, well, we didn't have any luck. And they're like, well, yeah, Kagome's not with us. Guess we'll go back to the village because she's coming back tomorrow. Yeah. I don't get what they were doing. They were waiting for trouble to find them, I <laughs> guess. Sometimes it works out. That's true. Like the giant scorpion in the movie. The non-canon film. <laughs> Not the production company. Ah, uh, forget it. Uh, uh, yeah. They have no leads on Naraku, on any jewel shards. Yeah. Any nothings. I just, I don't get the, the thought process. They could have called Haji. God, I almost called oh. them Haji. They could have called Hachi and God. said, who do you know? You got your ears to the ground? It's been a while since I've seen you, friend. But nope, nothing. Just around when you need a bus. Well, it's good that they all just hang out together. So I always imagine after Kagome leaves, they go, "Well, bye." <laughs> they split up. <laughs> we'll meet back here in three days. Need some time away from you people. They're very enmeshed. Yeah, I don't know. It just seemed a little odd. But lucky for them, uh, Naraku uh, gives birth to another child. I don't know. I'm like, ew, Naraku just got grosser. Yeah, he's no longer hot being in that basement and now like a gross thing comes out of his arm no thanks what is yep. he even doing at that cliff speaking of what are these characters doing uh, looking at the moon <laughs> looking at the destruction he's wrought over the land it's just like yeah it's a nice night to stand on a cliff and have a baby fall <laughs> out of my arm <laughs> yeah a giant gross thing bulges and then falls down a cliff Happens across some bandits who stab at it. Oh, Kana's like, is that my baby brother? <laughs> Be creepier, Kana. And Akko's like, nah, he's not like you. Ooh, hint. Hinta, hinta. The bandits stab at the gross thing and they all get themselves yeah, killed. Because yeah, that's a gross purple blob with like veins all over it. It's super gross. And you know how I hate things are emerging from other things when the arms popped out i was like Ugh, uh, 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 uh. i'm gonna throw up and then mr no face kills everybody and he's and then yells into the moon 
He somehow screams with no uh, voice. He goes, who am I? <laughs> <laughs> this episode's strange. Ooh, but he's got a spider on his back. And, attack, attack, And a attack. pretty uh, sweet butt, if you ask me. Goes around uh, naked for a while. <laughs> he sure does. Causing fan fiction to appear in my head. <laughs> uh, our gang s- smells it. Well, Inuyasha does. They get a Naraku. scent. It smells exactly like Naraku. And they run. It's the next day. And they get to the massacre site where all of the faces of the people have been carved out of their heads. <laughs> it didn't look particularly gory, but I'm sure in the manga it's horrific. Yeah, they're just kind of black. They look like their faces just disappeared. But yeah. Yeah, they're <laughs> ripped out. And he's just trying them on at a riverside and being yep. like, ugly, ugly, <laughs> ugly. That's why they're bandits. <laughs> but good thing a sexy monk shows up and is like, I know, hey. with his cute little beauty spot right under his eye. Beauty mark. I should have known he was going to die, but I was like, he's too good looking to die. But of course, he's going to get his face <laughs> stolen. And his voice actor was really bad, the English one. Good thing he only had like two lines. Yeah, that's exactly why. It's not like they brought the janitor in to. <laughs> like, quick, we forgot to hire someone for this guy. And his friend Charlie Brown <laughs> runs off. Charlie Brown was only there to give him, like, Master Musso, that's your name. So he kills the monk, steals his face, and then sees. He's an... happy. He finally has a beautiful face. And some clothes to, to cover up that business. Well, he, like, wears. Just like the outer robe or something. He looks ridiculous. Yeah, he looks very silly. I like how crazy he is, though. He's like a psychotic individual. Yes, who enjoys thieving. Mm-hmm. He a little bit reminded me of the T-1000. Just kind of the blunt, like, hey, I like your sword. Can I have it? Kills that guy, takes his sword and armor, and then decides to just lay waste to one village. The montage makes it seem like. <laughs> and for the next three weeks, he killed everyone in his path. <laughs> he got gold, some sticks, a pot. But none of it made him happy. No, he just wanted more. There was that special something that he wanted. He's like Freddy Krueger mm. in the fourth Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Where he kills all of the kids and then says, I want more. So yeah, he doesn't like any of his stuff. And this snow face decides to search for the thing that makes him happy. And there's a certain village that's pulling him. Yes. And he sees the village in a weird perspective. Like he's up on a cliff, but see it facing at him. He's like, that village, I will go that way. And Inuyasha stops him been looking all over for you you bastard they think he's naraku still right yeah because he smells like naraku but he doesn't know who, who he is oh that's right he wants his memory back he yeah, thinks that like, the thing he finds and then he's like you know me <laughs> tell oh. me about myself oh this is great <laughs> do people like me oh uh meanwhile kagome's on her way back to the past yep her backpack's all full once more her family sees her off back to college Mm -hmm. and the mom decides to go shopping for her while she's gone because everyone has to do what Kagome wants. You never know when she's going to come back to the present. They linger on that that dark uh, well 
for like an extra few seconds just to make us a little like yes like, what? like everyone walks out and then closes the doors and you're just like in the dark with the well mm -hmm. like hmm. that was a nice touch like hey remember they were kind of going almost in the direction of okay hey, kagome's gonna die at the end of this episode because <laughs> they do that super tragic like she's running towards them hey guys kagome stay away <laughs> but that happens in a few minutes because first uh they have to make sure that this is the guy who's been killing all of the people and he's very proud that yeah that like yeah me. i did it i took their stuff i took the guy's face my... oh this face looks so good you like my face it's beautiful my i've always wanted to be handsome for some reason i had a burned <laughs> face that was covered in bandages before could my name have been Onigumbo? <laughs> oh no! Oh, Naruto's watching all this from a drone. Oh yeah, B Vision broadcast straight to Kana's mirror. Yeah, thanks, Kana. What a freaking tattletale, man! And he wants to be called Master Muso, or just Muso, whatever. Yeah, he's like, yeah, it's the guy I killed and took his face might as well take his name well i'll take your arm inuyasha says he cuts his arm off and they find out he's like a golem he's a made of clay man yeah and then the bees are like hey we'll give you a new arm <laughs> that guy over there could still use his wind tunnel but if we hurry we'll make it useless so like the bees can still poison maroku if they've been absorbed into like a guy's arm are they still Hellbees, or are they a guy's arm now? Uh, for the audience, I'm shrugging. I don't know. <laughs> because we just have to take his word for it. He's not just a lazy, lazy monk. Oh, also, when he was like, what do I want? What am I missing? I'm like, oh, Kikyo. Yeah. That's what you want. It's another non-spoiler alert. Or, there's a non-plot twist theme with these two episodes. Like, yeah, yeah. You're looking for a girl named Kikyo. You loved her. So Naraku should be pretty happy right now if he's finally really expelled. But I don't think he has. I don't know if that's how it works. Well, yeah, that'd be interesting to discuss. You're a guy. You say to, like, five demons, uh, you can have my soul between you if you give me eternal life. So you absorb them. And so then you're a new entity made up of five demons and one human. Can the rest of the demons just decide one day to kick you off the board like Steve Jobs? <laughs> this is our company now. Goodbye. But they get to keep your body <laughs> while you're just a weird clay man. Naraku's made up of so many different demons yeah, and his body's gone through so many changes. Is it still Onigumo's body? Yeah. It's a real... Um, or is it just he's just kind of part in that uh, booyah base that is Naraku? I was going to do a... Um, uh, what is it? Archimedes ship. I guess it's a family axe. You know, this this axe has been in our family for ten generations. The handle's been replaced three times, and the head's been replaced seven times. Uh, Not the same axe. Either way, now we got to deal with this this creepy no face man. He's got a face though. Eh, but it seems like just take it off anytime. 
so the B. Okay. Uh, Musa wants to slaughter the village. Not Musa. I refuse to call him that. Oni Musa wants to kill <laughs> the village because maybe that'll bring his memories back. And he attacks with a tree arm. Yeah, looks a lot like a demon puppet. Oh my god! And Inuyasha gets stabbed through the neck. Thank you, okay. I swear, yes. You know, after he, I mean, he doesn't even, he's not bleeding or doesn't, he looks just fine. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that went through his freaking neck. I wonder if that is a case of censorship. Like, they had a scene where, like, he bleeds from the neck and he has to stop it. And then they just quickly took it out or... Or did... Didn't color the wound Did it in? not pierce through him? Or was it just like, whoa, slow you down? But... In my mind, <laughs> it's the perfect thing to, like, get stabbed through the neck. You can't speak. You see Kagome coming. And then you can't warn mm. her in time. But they don't do that. They Not just... that Kagame listens to warnings. No. Anyway. <laughs> no, she loves adventure. So Kagome does come back, and Onimuso says, Oh my gosh, she's so beautiful. Has a flash of Kikyo. Mm-hmm. And says, I know what I want. That woman. Yeah, I think the dub says something like, I want you, woman! <laughs> really primal and creepy. Oh, he does keep going, oh, no. Woman. 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 <laughs> and Inuyasha chops his arm off again. But that doesn't stop more tree things from coming out and entangling <gasps> Kagome. No. She drops her backpack full of goodies. And uh, Moroku and Sango do try to stop him, but it doesn't work. His love is just too powerful. Really? What did they do? Uh, he tries his uh, stick. Oh. She tries his, uh, her flying bone. Mm, right. And Shippo does nothing. And then they all stand there as he's like lifting Kagome in the air with his tree branch arms. With his tentacles. And things are about to get real gross in the next episode. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. No. Wrong, wrong one. No. <laughs> 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 no, is that it? Yeah. Every heart. Do the lyrics to that go? We're tiny, we're toony, we're all a little loony. It's Tiny Tune Adventures, it's about to start. And now our song is done. No, that's the end. Oh. <laughs> I hoping you'd go furry, we're funny, it's Babs and Buster Bunny. Oh my god. <laughs> Should we start a Tiny Toon Adventures podcast <laughs> is the real question. Anything else I want to say about this episode? <laughs> Let me look. Oh, Did you how... like it? Um, kind of. I like the other one better. Really? Yeah. I like how twisted it was. Like, that's a dark idea that a guy's going around stealing faces and killing people. Yeah. Had your nice little modern day trip to... The modern day stuff was the strongest stuff. I'll agree with that. I, like that. I don't know. I like this new villain. It's actually someone who's like gross and evil. But I'm kind of reserving judgment because is it a three-parter? I want to see where it goes. Yeah. Well, obviously it's going into the next one. So sure. if it's like a, um, no, I just immediately went to the Sashomaru three-parter. But like there's like maybe a weak mm. part that's kind of just the setup and then. 
the real good stuff's gonna come in the next two. Well, he's no Subaki so far, that's for sure. Chill. Very true. Uh, oh. She's dead now, right? Yeah, she's dead. Damn she it. did die. Subaki, no. I miss you. <laughs> come back. <laughs> I don't know these people. They're strangers. <laughs> Take me back home. <laughs> How many incarnations has Naraku had? There are three correct answers. <laughs> Depending on what list you're going by. True. Is this an incarnation or is this just... Just Onigumo? Being expelled from Naruto's body. <laughs> I say it's an incarnation. That's a I don't feel like he made him. He was just like his arms started bulging and he goes, oh, you want out, don't you? Uh, there you go. <laughs> well, it could be like that X-Files episode, the, the, the freak show episode. Um, was the, the smoking man in it? No, not in this particular one. Humbug, that's the name of it. Uh, there's a murder going on at a carnival. And um, turns out, spoiler alert, it's the guy's um, undeveloped twin that just hangs out of his stomach. But he can detach. And But it's like a, it's like a real sad thing because they fight now. They had like a falling out. So the, he's actually trying to find a new brother but he's like killing people in the process and it's sad so he's not killing like to kill them he's just trying to yeah he's trying into to their stomachs yeah trying to attach himself to their stomach it's <laughs> like oh like, ah, it doesn't work like that i'm dead it's a wonderful episode i mean is he getting permission first or is no just... no 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 <laughs> it's kind of a violation oh of course <laughs> it's, but it's tragic that's why and the guy was like, he kept it from everybody that his brother's still alive. And he's just like a freak in the show. But they have like real freak show people in that episode. They have Mr. Blockhead, I think his name in it. I don't know if that's his real name. But he's just a guy who like hammers nails into his nose and does like the body horror kind of stuff. And there's a geek who can eat everything. No, thank you? All right, fine. <laughs> I feel good. <laughs> I feel woozy. <laughs> Well, now you know how I feel when I saw Oni, Oni Muso get born from a purple thing. Well, I say he's an incarnation. If we're going by our list, he's number five. If we're going by the Juromaru and Kagaromaru are two different entities, he's number six. Uh, if we're going by online's list, which includes the manga of when Kikyo was captured by Naraku, he had another thing get birthed that she stepped on and killed pretty much immediately. Ooh. Yeah, it tried to bite her ankle, I think, I read. Just, like, while she's talking with him. And it, like, comes out of one of those pots. It's like, meh. And she steps <laughs> she's on all, it. Meh. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then that would be number seven. <laughs> and that one looked like Kagaromaru, they say. It has a similar kind of meh look. <laughs> um, but you know what? It's up to you, listeners. From Amsterdam, write us in. I'll go with it's the 15th incarnation. 15th? Yeah, sounds good. We're on like 87 baboon pelts. <sighs> we are not. 55 magic castles. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> How many jewel shards are we at? Uh, I think 1,400, give or take. <laughs> <laughs> Do you even want to keep recording with me? Take this seriously. I will. That is my best guesstimation. I will replace you. 
<laughs> with who? Uh, who would I replace you with? <laughs> I think the only one I know is in the anime. Would you like another Rice Krispie <laughs> Oh, okay. You're back in. You're back in. <laughs> I've got a box of 60. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Well, you keep them coming. Then. Ugh. 34. Goodbye, everybody. No, that can't be the ending. We gotta. Uh, is there anything else you want to say about the terror of the Onigumo face? Um, I don't know. I'm kind of happy to see to get Naraku back as perhaps the main villain of this season, finally. He had like a cameo in the Tsubaki saga, and then he was disappeared while Kagura was having her moment. He was just kind of like a gross oozy thing in the basement. Yeah. In the basement, basement. He's been without a plan lately, though. Yeah, he's just... This was just like, oh, I guess I'll go do this now. And this is... I still don't think this is a plan. But I'm at least kind of like, oh, what's going to happen? Because, I, I mean, it's totally Onigumo. And he's totally just picking being like, you know, a thief and just being a... Uh, oh, I didn't even make that connection, yeah. That, that was when, like, I mean, there's like the spider on the back, but it was when he was looking at all his treasures that I'm like, Onigumo. <laughs> we don't know too much about pre-Naraku Onigumo, so this would be nice to get a little yeah. insight. We just know he was in love with Akikyo. He was a thief who got burned. So that would be like why he's so obsessed with having a handsome face. Ah. Why he is looking for that thing that will make him happy, and he thinks that. I mean, his last thought as a human was, I want to possess Kikyo. I want her. I want to wrap my tree branches around her. Yeah. And he's finally done it. Well, an incarnation of Kikyo. Yeah. Discount Kikyo. <laughs> Discount Kikyo. <laughs> Poor Kagome. <laughs> no, Kagome's cool. She's her own person. Nah. Well, I mean, Onigumo's made out of clay. Kikio's made out of clay. These two should get together. Oh my god, no. <laughs> get out. Alright. I'll go. But after we're done recording, now I'm fired. Good luck replacing me. Kisu. Oh, shit. Can't keep cute with a cute cat. Uh, yeah. Oh, and the second time I watched the episode, it dawned on me all of that boyfriend talk plays into at the very end. Guess who has a fourth suitor? Oh, no. So when she updates her friends later, it's like, yeah, there was a man who wanted me. He had a tree for an arm and a no face. Around without pants for a little bit. Yeah. Kagome! <laughs> that one friend just throws throws her hands up and walks out. The other one's like, he sounds nice. I can't get a man you to You do get... you, girl. <laughs> Give me the time of night. <laughs> One of you guys. Okay. I think that's the end of my notes on this one. I look forward to seeing where this is going. I imagine Kikyo's going to show up and shoot an arrow in his face. But that's just a guess. She might have been in the preview. I think I heard her name in the... Uh, and Perhaps. some sort of cave that he takes her back to. Hmm. And says, isn't this romantic? I love hmm. you. <laughs> A cave, you say? Where nothing grows in one area of the cave? Anyway, 
listeners, we're tiny, we're toony, we're all, all a little, little loony. loony. It's Tiny Toon Adventures. Come and join the fun. And now our show is done.